football on off the ball with sky all the football you love in one place across sky sports bt sport and premier sports goal for scotland in their world cup playoff abby harrison with the goal it was a corner kick and a powerful header from harrison uh past the Austrian goalkeeper so in what 90 seconds into extra time Scotland get that goal so as it stands the Republic of Ireland will be heading to Hampden Park on Tuesday night which I think is what Vera Powell wanted uh, would mean it'll be accessible to the Republic of Ireland supporters and the families of the players for what is the biggest game in the history of uh, the women's team so Scotland have the lead but they've quite a bit of time to hang on but that a big goal for them from Abby Harrison uh, and she scored a big goal for them against Ukraine as well on her debut so uh, that puts Scotland in the lead uh, let's talk to Sue Ronan good evening Sue good evening guys how are we uh, I'm saying that Vera Pau uh, wants Scotland uh, based on what you've seen tonight uh, is she right to want Scotland well, you know, I think they've been the better team. Um, I actually missed the goal there now getting ready for the call. But, um, you know, looking at the set piece, the set piece yeah, header I heard from a corner, um, they definitely finished the, the game stronger. I, th- I thought the first half, um, you know, both teams looked a bit nervy. Both were probably a little bit tentative. The conditions were very poor in the first half. As you saw, it was torrential rain. So it was difficult to to control the ball. And maybe, you know, the, the water seemed to be gathering on the pitch, etc. But, um I thought Scotland took the game to Austria from the beginning. Um, I, I expected more from the Austrians. I was disappointed with them, um, especially after their showing in the Euros there when they got as far as the, the quarterfinals, only beaten by Germany. But um, yeah, for me, Scotland have been the better team and deserve to be winning. In terms of the quality of this Scotland group, so Caroline Weir, one of the standout players playing for Real Madrid, uh, joined them from Manchester City during the summer, I think scored or played in the game where uh, Real Madrid then knocked Manchester City out of the Champions League almost straight away. Uh, Aaron Cuthbert is at Chelsea. Uh, they are missing Kim Little, who's still, I think, only, what, 31, but retired from international football and yeah. despite the importance of these games, decided she wasn't coming back. Yeah. The overall quality of this Scotland side on paper compared to Ireland, how would the two of them match up? I mean, they have a lot of key players. You mentioned Cuthbert. Cuthbert is one that is a world-class player. I mean, she's excellent. Uh, you see what she does at Chelsea. Um, it's probably taken her a couple of years to establish herself in that team. Um, you know, when you look at the quality they have there, it's always going to be difficult. But she, she's she's for me, she's a world-class player. And she was pulling the strings for Scotland in the middle of the park um, in, in this game. There was a danger there. We saw she got a knock laid on. There was a suggestion she might go off. But but thankfully for her, she, she didn't, obviously. Thankfully for, thankfully for Scotland, maybe not for us if we play them look thankfully she wasn't seriously injured but she's an excellent player and you mentioned Caroline Weir she's had a great career as well um Lisa Evans is another one uh the captain Rachel Corsi so they're probably your key players um but when I look at the 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 Scotland team and I look at us or even looking at the Austrian team I certainly wouldn't fear either of them you know I think pound for pound as they say we're equally as good we have some world class players of our own I'm I'm always speaking about Denise O'Sullivan Katie McCabe they're world class players and any team would love to have those two players in their team you know so I certainly wouldn't fear either of these in in a a playoff Vera maybe wanting to play Scotland I'd probably want to play Scotland as well you mentioned accessibility for fans accessibility from every every point of view but there's also that maybe familiarity which you know could go against both teams because most of the players on, on our team and on 
the Scottish team are playing in the Women's Super League in England. So you have that familiarity and that could end up bringing it down to a local derby game. And, and in derby games, anything can happen. As you know, um, we saw the men's team there recently playing Scotland. It was frenetic. It was frantic in the first half. We played excellently. Then, unfortunately, it didn't go our way in the second half. So you just don't know what's going to happen in a type of a derby game. But look, all that aside, I definitely wouldn't fear either of these teams. And I, I just say bring it on on Tuesday. I don't really want to talk about the bigger picture stuff at the moment because we should be focusing, zoning in on, on the football and what's going to happen on the pitch. But maybe when we have the attention on these games is the time to talk about them. The fixing of these matches on, say, tonight, where there's a full run of Europa League games and then there's only a four-day turnaround. We don't know where the game is going to be. We don't know what time the kickoff of the match is going to be. If it's in Glasgow, it's going to be on at the same time that Celtic are playing in the Champions League. That creates all sorts of issues for, for Irish fans having to travel. It uh, creates all sorts of issues, it seems, in terms of television coverage that RTE are contractually obliged to show Champions League on Tuesday, uh, when obviously this is a massive game of national interest that the public service broadcaster really should be showing. UEFA, it seems, have washed their hands and just left it up to the national associations. Surely UEFA uh, need to take more of a grip on this to make sure that these games get the biggest possible audience and and get a night on their own. I know it's a very cramped calendar, but get the attention that they deserve. Yeah. And look, we're trying to promote women's football and, you know, trying to go against the biggest games in the men's calendar is not going to work. We we know it won't. Um, you know, so if, if those clashes happening is not going to help our game. And it's it's a shame if our own national broadcaster, I, I wasn't aware now that they may potentially not be showing the game. I, I, I'm fairly sure they'll find a way yeah, of showing probably. it, but it, I, I know it's definitely something that's proven to be complicated. Sure. And I can understand that, I guess, if they have con- con- contractual obligations. But it is a shame that UEFA haven't been able to find a night alone for these games. Um, you know, it's the biggest games in the European calendar. Uh, it's the, the, the playoffs for, for the World Cup. Um, we saw the last World Cup in 2019 in France, how big that was. We saw the women's Euros this year broke all sorts of records. Um, you know, the women's game is on the up. The, the, the obvious desire to see the games, to go to the games, to watch them is there you know so it's a shame that there's going to be that competition where you know there there is potentially the game maybe not shown or a clash of fans which game do i go to um so that is is a shame that if if that happens and hopefully some you know some resolution can be found Uh, the republic of ireland have plenty of time to prepare themselves for this game they've been in camp since monday virapau does have some injury issues uh, Savannah McCarthy obviously a long term absentee who started the game as one of the centre halves Ruisha yeah. Littlejohn picked up an injury in the last game she's out Megan Connolly is yeah. also out uh, Jess Zhu has picked up an injury what we're hearing is potentially an ACL injury so going to be a long term absentee yet another ACL problem yeah. uh, are you looking at is it Megan Connolly who's potentially the biggest loss there and, and how it changes things for the Irish side I think Megan is a huge loss. Um, she's been, you know, she, she's played excellently. She's, she's since she made um, her, her, you know, made the position her own the last couple of years, the last campaign, she's been one of our consistent uh, performers. Her set piece delivery um, has been second to none. You know, we've scored some vital goals from it. She scored a goal herself uh, directly from free kicks. Um, so that's going to be a huge miss. Just her pinpoint precision, you know, passing, uh, her defensive game, her attacking game, 
she will be a big loss. For me, Jess is 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 even as big a loss because I think in the last couple of games she's been fantastic. Uh, she's she's really found her niche in the team now. She's come out of her own. She's starting to develop into a really really good player. Um, she's playing now uh, in West Ham, uh, so she's obviously you know in a professional environment now, and that's helped her to develop. So it's an awful shame for her, and if it is an ACL injury, it's it's an even bigger shame for her and for Ireland. But both of them would be a huge loss. Um, Leanne Kiernan is another one I'd like to point out. While Leanne hasn't been in the starting 11 in the last couple of games, you know, Leanne is, is a natural goal scorer and for me, I'd have her in my team. Um, you know, she, she has lightning pace up front. She terrifies defenders. She can get in behind defences. She's a natural goal scorer and she was scoring goals for fun for Liverpool. Um, so she's a huge loss as well. So look, we have a lot of injuries, but having said that, when you look at the squads being named, um, I think we have a huge amount of talent there we have a huge amount of depth there now that we maybe wouldn't have had two three years ago um so i think we've players that players there that can slot in okay we are going to miss the quality that that are that that that's uh the injured players um we're going to miss with those with those players not being available off the ball cristiano ronaldo was offered to numerous clubs in the summer and no deal could have been done Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. Some of those replacements are probably obvious. You expect Niamh Fahey will come straight back into the side in place of Megan Connolly who had started at centre-back against Finland. Uh, in terms of replacing... Uh, Little John and Zoo. Uh, so we saw it was Lily Agu come on and obviously got the goal in place of uh, Arisha Little John when she went off injured. Do you see that happening again? And also then with Jess Zoo, is it a is it a Lucy Quinn that comes in there? Or I've heard some people say maybe there's a possibility with Katie McKay playing on the right for Arsenal that she can move over there and there's plenty of options on the left for Ireland. Yeah, look, you don't know what Vera is going to do, really. Um, when you you look at the options we have, we do have options, and and Lily Ag has played played very well in the last uh, in the last game. Uh, got the winner, obviously, against um, Finland. Uh, Nia Fag for me would have to come back. I think uh, for her experience alone, for her drive, her determination, her settling players around her, because it's going to be nerves on the night. Uh, you only had to look at the first, you know, twenty minutes of the the game tonight. There was nerves, and even in the other games, there's been some. Uh, well, there was one big upset tonight. Portugal already beat Belgium, and I think Wales are going into extra time against Bosnia, who are ranked like sixty odd in the world, mm. and I think they've taken the lead now since. But you know, there's the like every, it's a it's a cup final for 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 all those teams, and it's a once off game, and nerves can't come into it. So for me, Niamh Fahey definitely has to come in. Um, I'd love to see Denise playing further up the pitch. You know, you could push push Denise on. Maybe you have Lily Ag in, in as your number six. Or Jamie Finn, for me, has never let us down. She she plays that position very, very well also. Um, you have Izzy Atkinson that can play, uh, you know, on, on, in the, on the flank. Or you could also put Heather Payne back there. That's sort of her natural position. I know we've put her up front and she's, you know, done a lot of, of, of selfless work up there and she's done really, really well. She can easily play on the right flank as well. And maybe you could, you could put Lucy Quinn up top or you know one of the other um strikers uh maybe Amber Barrett uh that type of thing but I think we have yeah we have lots of options on the bench so it'll be interesting to see which one Vera goes for yeah certainly sounds like uh, there's plenty of options there and a few different changes uh, that she could possibly make like yeah. you, 
talk about the pressure there and you know Wales just about getting the job done it seems during the final minute after extra time and they're 1-0 up against Bosnia Ireland have suffered real heartbreak and this group have suffered real heartbreak when you think back to that game against Ukraine and it it lingered with the group for a hell of a long time and it wasn't helped that they ended up going on a bit of a losing streak after that they've done so well with their performances against the likes of Sweden and Finland and even in some of the friendlies against Australia do you think that's gone or would you worry that that'll be a factor the fear factor going into this game that the the nightmare of that match might come back to haunt them again I don't think the nightmare will come back to haunt them. I think they've grown enough now as individuals, as a team. There's huge resilience in the team. Um, there's huge experience right through the team, as you mentioned, you know, from Neve to, to, you know, Denise Katie. They're only young girls, but they've got so many caps behind them. Uh, Louise Quinn, Diane Caldwell, these type of players, Anya Gorman in the squad, you know, okay, she probably won't start, but she's going to be a huge presence in the background. Um, so, you know, I think they have grown that resilience. They, they've overcome these setbacks and they're able to, to cope with them a bit better now. I think the losing spree or losing spell that you mentioned, they might have gone on after the Ukraine game. In fairness, I think we played a lot of friendly games against top-ranked teams, and there was a reason for that was to get us used to playing those those teams that play at a faster pace. You know, they're they're better better teams than us as such um, to prepare us for Sweden and to prepare us for Finland, and it worked because while we didn't win for a long time, when it came around, then to we obviously then turned the corner against Australia at home. But then when it came to the big game, games in, in the, the the qualifying campaign we got the results we needed to get us where we are today um so yes there's been hardships along the way and they go back even further than the ukraine uh, game you know those hard hard heartbreaks in my own time heartbreaks in Noel king's time they've gone back a long time but i just think now we're at a different level with the squad and the mindset is different and the experience is different and you know i i think this game there it's a cup final and i, I think the girls will I, I would hope they go go at it and go for for the jugular or whoever they're playing and take it by the score for the neck and you know don't sort of sit back and let the other team come on to you and hope to contain them and then that's what go. they've been doing though Sue isn't it like that that was that was yeah. that night against Finland I think we all thought yeah. the occasion the big crowd they yeah. would go and and whatever about going you're never going to go all out attacking games at East performance oh. but you, you set the energy and set the tempo and that didn't happen at all. No, it didn't. And I suppose we're still, okay, there's enough to lose if we don't get through this game. There's a bigger prize even at stake, but we've got to the stage now where the bigger prize is, you know, is within touching distance where Finland was still, if we lost to Finland and Finland beat Sweden, you know, we were out. We weren't in the, in the, we didn't finish second. So it was probably those little nerves that came in. And yes, we did sit deep. I thought we gave too much respect to Finland, um, especially at home, especially with a big crowd, um, especially as we, we, we'd beaten them away. And again, I've said it before, for me, Finland are a team on the slide. Um, so I definitely think we showed them too much respect. So I sort of, you know, I understood that game. Nerves came into it. The one that disappointed me most, I suppose, was the performance away to Slovakia then after that. Um, you know, I, I we okay, we 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 got the result we wanted in the end, but I thought maybe we could have taken the game a bit more to them. But look, that's a different a different opposition, you know, there's different things mm. happening. Slovakia are a different style. They, you know, they tried to to slow you down. There's a lot of fouls going on, maybe that you don't see. But for me, this, you know, in, in this game, it's a once-off it's a cup final don't have any regrets go for the game pound for pound as I said we're a better team for me than either of these teams um, you know so I certainly hope we just go for it and grab the occasion 
yeah, it, it, it is interesting to see and will be what the game plan is because you know, I've been doing commentary in the games with Emma Byrne and Emma has been quite critical during the commentaries, again, feeling that Ireland are sitting too deep, that they're not letting their best players yep. uh, use their talent. So getting Denise O'Sullivan and Katie McCabe on the ball in the right yep. part of the pitch, that too often Denise is picking it up on the edge of her own D when you've also got three centre halves there as well and it just means that there's so few players in front of her. Yep. Is that... Again, is that just a team learning their way and nervous and needing to make a breakthrough? Or do you think that's just the way Vera Powell wants to play? That she feels Ireland almost setting up as underdogs in every game, regardless who the opposition is, she feels that's the best way to get results? Yeah. Well, I don't know, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know what the instructions the players are getting. And I think Vera has said, you know, that's not the instructions she's giving. So I I, I don't really know. Um, and I'd agree with Emma. You know, it's disappointing when you see the likes of Denise and, and Katie. And I keep saying the world-class players, and they are, for me, they are in the women's game. Get them on the ball. Get them further up the pitch. Get them to create things. Get them to cause havoc in the opponent's defence because that's what they're good at. And the rest of our players will feed off that. But getting on the ball on the edge of our box and, you know, then having to try to create something that's you know that we're not using them as best as we can and that's not feeding then the right mentality into the rest of the players i think you want your your players who can affect the game further forward we have enough quality at the back of the pitch we've enough quality with the girls you've mentioned uh the center halves other players even that maybe are not even in the team that can do that job at the back so let them do the job at the back and feed the likes of denise feed the likes of katie feed the likes of heather and let them cause havoc and i think a big addition now as well back in the the team is having Megan Campbell um, you know that gives us great balance at the back and it, it, it frees up um, you know maybe likes a Neve to even be that holding midfielder holding player in midfield and then of course you have that throw in and not only is it a great attacking weapon but it's also a great outlet from defence you know you get a throw in in your own final third and you want a, a quick throw down the line and she can release a, a player of the likes of Katie or the likes of Heather with, with, with a throw and their pace then maybe you might create a one-on-one and you know get them to grab the position and hopefully score a goal or create a chance so hopefully we uh we see that type of a philosophy from the team but look i, I don't know uh, I, I don't know what way they're going to approach it to be honest yeah it is one of those you say when it comes to that sort of cup final winning is all that matters nobody will be talking about what the performance was like i dare say afterwards absolutely I won't care look if we if we were getting battered by whoever we play and we win one nil but with a penalty who cares uh, it looks like we're going to be heading to Scotland on Tuesday. It is still Scotland 1, Austria nil. There are, what, two minutes gone in the second half of extra time. The Austria have a free kick right on the edge of the Scottish area. Wales are through to the next stage. They beat Bosnia by Golden and Portugal were 2-1 winners over Belgium. Obviously, we won't know if a win will actually qualify Ireland until yeah. Tuesday night. We're still waiting on kickoff times and all that. So it's a bit to go yet, uh, Sue, I think it's fair to say bit to go yet but we can see the the light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) exactly Uh, Sue great to talk to you as always I'm sure we'll be talking to you again around Tuesday's game cheers thanks guys football on off the ball with Sky all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports